0: Welcome to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends, one at a time.
1: Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks. This week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats, powered by Mercury Marine, shocked to life by Relyon Lithium Batteries, tailor-made lithium, giving you the most power to make the most of your time on the water. Check them out online, RelyonBattery.com, use code ANGLERSCHANNEL for 10% off your purchase and free shipping. I'm Chris Brown, along with our social media ninja, Mr. David Zhong. Uh, Kenneth Grover's out fishing somewhere. It is Monday morning, October the 4th. Why Monday morning, October the 4th? And not Wednesday morning? Because we've got a very special guest tonight, or this morning rather, and his show airs, this final episode of his show airs tonight. It's the host of My World with Mike Iconelli, our buddy Mike Iconelli, and I got to give this soundbite. Never give We, we use it we use it often mike on this show so it's uh it's kind of a staple on my soundboard over here to hit that That's button awesome. so how the heck are you buddy
0: i'm good good to see both you guys good to be
1: back it's good to be seeing let's talk about last week a little bit though because we saw some small mouth pictures and you spent some time with zona how was that
0: oh it was awesome um I've been, I've known Z forever. I I've actually known Z before Z was Z <laughs> I, I've, I've known Z since he was just Mark Zona, uh, back fishing opens. And when he was out there competing right. and, uh, been fortunate enough to be friends with him for a long time since the ESPN days and beyond. And, uh, you know, we, we've had, uh, some amazing, uh, uh, uh shoots together over the years, but it seems like every time we get together, it's like a roller coaster <laughs> sure. of good and bad. Just a <laughs> rhythmic roller coaster of stuff happening in the boat. And um, it was fun. We, we, we shot an episode uh, for a show that will be coming up in 2022. We were on Lake Erie, Ooh. the mouth of the Detroit River. I mean, world. when you think of that, of, of that area, it's synonymous with world-class smallmouth fishing, especially in the fall. Sure. And man, we had a blast. We had a blast. I I can tell you, magic happens every time we get together, and um, I think people are going to be really happy with the, with the show
1: when they see it. Well, we saw some pictures on social media; looked pretty good. Anytime you can uh, catch some some smallmouth like that, it's always a good time. So yeah, great always, time, great time. What a always good time. a good time. So, well, one of the reasons we have you on the show today is to talk about your new TV show my world with mike iconelli and dude this is a pretty cool concept
0: oh it's it's been so much fun and the great thing is it's come full circle a little bit because the last time we were together i hinted around about the new show well and, you did yeah and uh and now that it's out in in the, in the wild you know to see it and to see people's reactions to it i'm i'm so proud of the project i mean um you know, 2021 was definitely an interesting year for us uh, mm-hmm. with, with not fishing a full tour. And it was tough to, you know, for, for a while there, we, we had to just kind of say we have other stuff going on. And, you know, so now to have people see what we've been working so hard on, you know, you, you, you feel proud about it. And I'm, I'm very proud of this project. And from a selfish standpoint, let me tell you, it was a tremendous amount of fun shooting this concept show and uh spending the day in the world of other athletes and just so much so much fun and just as much fun letting them into my world for a day um and you know the great thing is some of some of these athletes were hardcore fish heads right some of them were you know avid anglers and some of them never fished before. <laughs> and that was that was just as fun as fishing with the hardcore fish heads. So, sure. uh, you know, I, I, our intentions of the show, here it goes. Ready? Yeah. We want to entertain people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We want people to laugh. We want people to have fun for 30 minutes watching it. But we also want to get new people fishing. Uh-huh. And, you know, the concept of the show hopefully will bring people in that ha- watch it not because of me and fishing, but because they're fans of these other athletes and sure. these other sports, right? Sure. So you know that's one of the main goals, and we want to get more people fishing.
1: So you've had uh, you spent time with Super Bowl champ Lane Johnson, you know, yes. uh, Martin Truex of NASCAR, Kyle Troop, uh, the pro bowler. Did he really hit that seven ten split? I mean, no, he, no, no editing tricks or nothing. He hit it.
0: He hit it and it was, uh, it was unbelievable because it was, um, we captured it on like a C cam, which was like, we had this camera going that was kind of like, and I'm just being honest, it was like our crappy camera that we don't use for anything good in this production. And they, the producer, the main camera guys, the sound guy, everybody had left. They were setting up the next shot and we were out there just kind of messing around he, he goes, Oh, here's the shot. We talked about yesterday. We had, we had talked about this shot, when we fish, and sure enough, he hits it. And I think he said it was only the second time in his life he's ever hit that shot. And, wow. and that's saying something because Kyle's been bowling since he could walk. Sure. And uh, he's one of the best bowlers in the world, and he's hit it twice, and one was on my world. So it was it was a special moment for sure.
1: That's that's awesome. Also spent time with Pro Bowl rider Keyshawn Whitehorse. Um, I see Jim Miller, a UFC fighter. And then, um, coming up tonight, uh, Marina, Alex, the LPGA pro. So yes. I saw a picture on your website. I like the hat, the little ode to golf in there. How is your golf game before we get into this episode?
0: So, uh, I don't, and I don't want to give too much away, but I tell you this, my golf game has been horrible in my <laughs> life. And it's been, um, a series of, of, you know, mistakes coupled by, the club gone in the air, like no, not you. I can't imagine oh, yeah. a club
1: leaving your hands. Oh yeah,
0: terrible. No. I'm, I'm a, I was a terrible golfer. I'm just being honest. <laughs> but one of the one of the beauty parts of the show is when I spend this day in the world. I am the student. I'm I'm terrible at, at all these sports, but I really do get to learn and I get to soak it in. And I can tell you that Marina is not only a world class golfer. She's a world-class teacher and you're going to get to see it, how it happened in this show. And I want to mention something too about, about my world. And I hate it because it's a term that's overused, but you hear, you hear this term called, Oh, it's a reality show. It's reality. And, you know, I've been involved in enough TV shows as an insider and an outsider to know that everything that happens isn't always reality, but I'm very proud that in this show, you're going to see the real stuff go down. And and on their world with me not being very good and making mistakes and uh, having to learn. And also in, in my world, when I take, when I take these guys fishing, um, we don't always complete the mission. Right. And I'm very proud that we decided to do the show that way and be real. We have, this show is shot in two days. We have one day in their world and one day in mine. Wow. And, and because of that limited time, it is what it is, right? And and a lot of these fishing portions were shot in six to eight hours. And that's all we give ourselves sure. to accomplish the mission. And and I'm proud of that. And that's, that is reality. That's the reality of fishing, you know?
1: So – Looking back at at the shows that that you've shot this year, the ones that have aired, what are some of your biggest takeaways from these different athletes? Cuz I mean, you're looking at I mean, NFL, NASCAR, pro bull riding, LPGA, and more. I mean, dude, this, this this isn't bass fishing anymore, dude, when you go into their world. Especially the UFC fighter. I mean, that's what what were some of your takeaways from how they prepare and some of the things they do in in, in their everyday compared to what you do?
0: Yeah, it was so interesting to be able to to watch it and see it and be involved in it because there are things that are exactly the same right. and there are things that are totally different, right? So each of these athletes um, has a skill set that requires a lot of practice and energy and passion and dedication, right? And so there's differences and similarities. You know, man in a mini training camp with Lane, I cannot believe how big and giant and strong these dudes are. Right. That's different. I'm not, I'm not that way. Most anglers aren't right. Right. Um, but the fact that they, you know, they're doing it 24 seven thinking about it. They're doing, you know, that passion part, very similar to fishing. Right. Um, you know, most of these athletes have dreamt about this sport since they were kids. Sure. Uh, Marina, Martin, all of them, right? And I think for a lot of successful anglers, it's the same way. You know, we've we've been living and breathing it since we were kids. So there's there's a lot of similarities. There's some differences in in the actual sport and how they prepare. But, man, I want to say that when you're a top world-class angler and you're a world-class football player, NASCAR driver, UFC fighter, golfer, bowler, it takes the same dedication and it was, it was neat to see that uh, that similarity between the sports.
1: What was one of the hardest uh, challenges or deals you did on, on their side of the, of of the, of the fence?
0: Yeah, it, man, they were all, and, and, and I'm being honest, I stink at everything (laughs) except fishing. Fishing's probably (laughs) the only thing that I'm okay at. Breakdancing. I'm all right at that. DJing, I was a pretty good DJ back in the day. I'm going to puff myself up for a second. All right. I could write some graffiti too back in the day, but everything else (laughs) I'm really, really bad at. And, and so every one of them was challenging for me, uh, from the standpoint of learning the skill set. Um, everyone had moments where I thought, man, I'm never going to be able to figure this out. Uh, even from the most mundane, which you would consider maybe bowling or golfing. Right. I, I had moments where I couldn't do it and had to figure it out. Right. But I love that. I love that puzzle. I love the challenge. Um, you, the G- Jim Miller, you know, th- that, that skill set to be a fighter <laughs> uh, is next level. And Keyshawn Whitehorse. Right. Man, if you're watching, listening to this right now and you're thinking – it's got to be Lane Johnson and Jim Miller, but they're at the top. But right. let me tell you, Ke- my man Keyshawn, Bull Riders, they bad dudes. <laughs> they're
1: <right>. bad. They <laughs> they bad dudes, man. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> I mean, bad. That's Bad dudes. Uh, I, uh, now, some of these I have not had a chance to see. I've, I've seen a couple of them. I haven't get a chance to see all of them. So I know we're on CBS Sports on, uh, on Monday nights, but – is there a place we can see these after they air on TV?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, the great thing about it airing on CBS Sports, it's going to continue to air over the next few months. It's going okay. to have tons of re-airs. And there's a lot of ways to get it, even if you don't have it. So you can go to Cbsports.com CBS Sports has a YouTube channel uh, where you can watch them. So there's, there's some places now. But this show is going to keep going. As soon as you see January 1 hit, you're going to see it on a different platform. And, and I'm excited because this isn't a sports network. This is a more mainstream platform and I can't wait for it to get there. And for all your listeners and viewers, some of them are probably fans of the Ike live show as yeah. well. We made a big announcement, the last show, which was last week right? Uh, that we've already have a season two uh, happening. So we're so excited to be already be working on season two with six new sports Six new athletes, uh, male, female, different races, different walks of life. Uh, I cannot wait for people to see this year, and also, you know, these ones we're working on. It's going to be another great season.
1: Any any hints into who into kind of the genres for sports we'll see next year?
0: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll definitely give you a hint. And, and by uh, this is on purpose. This isn't sure. you know an accident. We like a really nice mix of what you would consider mainstream sports and these, these more you know, niche, uh, right. off-the-cuff sports. So you're going to see a really nice mix of that. We've got four mainstream sports coming at you, uh, and you can figure that out pretty quick. If you take out NASCAR and UFC and football, you can figure out what these other four mainstream sports sure. are going to be. But the two niche sports, you're going to be pretty surprised because these are ones you're like, is that even a sport? Right. <laughs> Right. And the great thing about it is it is, it absolutely is. Just like people doubt whether fishing is a sport, right? <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I, I know so many people that don't fish and they're like, that's not a sport. And I explained to them and they're like, you're right. Always. It is. And yeah. they're going to have the same reaction uh, for these other sports.
1: David, give me a guess on what you think the the non-mainstream sports might be for next
2: year. What is it like? You know how like there was that diving, what the, what the, the, it's like skydiving with the squirrel suits. All the... The, it's not that. No. Yeah,
0: but I'm, Hold on. Look, I've got my number two high <laughs> pencil. I'm gonna write a note about that real quick. I'm glad you brought that up. What, what about? Would you, I would do that.
1: What about the cliff diving? You see? <laughs> Have you seen those? The, the Red Bull. The the real the, the the diving deal when it's like super yeah. stupid tall? I'm like, no, I'm I'm out. So. But,
0: yeah, that's pretty extreme. You yeah. know, I, I'm into extreme sports, but that one's pretty
1: extreme. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. If you were not a pro fisherman Mike. One, what what do you think you'd be doing? But then two, are there any of these sports you think you would have, have gone into outside of being a professional break dancer or a DJ? Where else would you where else would your path might have led?
0: Yeah. So you, you know, I think honestly my degree is in public relations and advertising. There's a good chance I would have ended up in that field somewhere. Maybe even in the fishing industry, you know, um, and and uh, I, I liked my my time at school. I liked studying those subjects. So that would have been okay. Right. Um, and I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but as a kid all the way through high school, I wanted to be an archaeologist. I'm not kidding. Okay. And I still remember my guidance counselor in high school, Miss Schumacher. I liked her, but she changed my life because she sat me down and she said, Mike, do not do this. Do not you? You don't want to do this. No, you you don't want to be an archaeologist. So she she kind of changed my life, you know. So maybe I would have been an archaeologist if it wasn't for Miss Schumacher. Okay. Who knows? Uh, but from a sports perspective, my sport was always hockey. Uh, yeah. Growing up, and I played hockey all through uh, through middle school and high school, and a little bit into college. The problem was when I played hockey, you couldn't be a little guy and. and- And get away with it. So the sports changed a lot now. I think, you know, if I was young again, maybe things would have been different. But I was very passionate about the game of hockey. I still love it. Um, But I don't know that I was ever built to be a uh, professional hockey player.
1: Are you a Flyers fan?
0: I'm a Flyers fan. You know, I'm a Philly fan across the board. And I know that that pains a lot of people hearing that. And, uh, you know, we haven't had necessarily the best seasons uh, across that spectrum of different sports. But once a Philly fan, always a Philly fan, uh, go Eagles.
2: There you go. There you go. David, what you got? So you're you, you talking about season two. Uh, hopefully, if it goes well, you get season three, four, and five. But uh, do you have a wish list of sports or guests that you would want to hopefully get on at some point?
0: Oh, for sure. We, I have, you know, right before we even started planning season one. This is going to sound ridiculous, but I came up with a list of athletes and it was in the high 50s or 60s. Wow. And, you know, they weren't all uh, Philly players, right? They were just players that I admired from afar, uh, different sports, you know, um, some active, some retired. So, I, yes, I have a mega list. Uh, And also, you know, the more you look at it, the more you realize this season could or this show could run many many seasons right you know in the beginning we thought well you know when you look at the mainstream sports what could you really get out of it you know you know 6 years 5 6 years but as you really start to slow down and think about right that list of sports oh my gosh look at the olympics oh, yeah. right look at look look at the olympics and what they consider sports look at uh, you know google you know off the wall sports and you'll start to see things and you're like Oh my gosh. I never thought about that. Right. Um, and I would love to have this show run 10 or 12 or 15 seasons and really get to try all of them. That would be a goal uh, for
1: sure. Who's your, who's your bucket list guy or gal? Like who's the, who's the top of that list that you're like, man, if I could get a day with them, who's, who's that guy or gal in your mind?
0: Well, one of them is a, a is a local guy, and uh, he he the, the ironic thing is he grew up fifteen or twenty minutes from here. He has a house still about 15, 20 minutes from here, and he's probably the best baseball player to ever ever walk the face of the earth, Mike Trout, you yeah. know. And um, it, it's uh, he's a hero for us around here in South Jersey. Because of you know what he's done in that sport, and um, I've never been a big baseball player myself, but I love the sport. I like watching it. Yeah, he is definitely. I, I I cannot wait to be able to spend a day with Mike and his world, and spend a day on the boat with him fishing.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I imagine Becky will tag along on that one, don't you think?
0: She probably would. <laughs> she probably would. And you know, I, I don't want to give too much away, but we might have. Wait, I got something in my eye right here.
1: Right there, yeah. We might
0: yeah. have a professional soccer player on Oh. Uh, season too. Okay. And All right. My son Vegas already is told me he's tagging along for Oh, that absolutely.
1: Shoot. Absolutely. So. How how old are the kids now? I know Vegas is growing up. He's been doing a lot of fishing stuff th- this year. How old are the kids now?
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable how time flies. So we literally today is my oldest daughter's birthday. Drew is 23 wow. today. Wow. Wow. I know. Now Now the gray is there making is. more There's sense for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, We've also got a 21-year-old who's graduating LSU in December. Oh all no. the <laughs> right uh, And then more gray to the two, two little ones. And we've got uh, Vegas is 10 and Estella just a week ago turn nine. Wow. So, um, man, they grow quick. They get old quick and it, it goes by like that. You that's, know? Uh,
1: that's awesome. All right. So season one wraps up tonight, uh, with, uh, LPGA tour professional Marina, Alex, uh, 8 PM Eastern on CBS sports network. Um, do can't wait to check that one out. I, I'm like you, my golf game sucks, but I look really good doing it. Right. So <laughs> I ain't got the hat like you got. But, I, but by God, I look really, and I get my money's worth when I go golfing. So, David, David's got this little finger up there. He got we, you know, anything he has a question, he he does this. What you got, David? Come
2: on, just chime just, in, son. Since it looks like sounds like we're, we're wrapping up the my world part of it, but so there's some clips. Uh, I know there was one of one of them was a clip, I guess, after the show. But there's three moments, I guess, when I at least from the episodes I watched, there was when, when you there's an episode with uh, there's that one scene where the Kyle Troop episode where you're laying across the lane and he throws a ball over you and hits a strike, right? Yes. There's that one. <laughs> there was the, um, what is it? Jim Miller putting you in the guillotine choke. Yes, And you being on top of that bull in the Keyshawn episode, which of those three was probably the most scariest. <laughs> I got I, my pick, hey, but I, I want to hear Mike's.
0: Yeah, they, they were all scary in their own way. I can tell you that for sure. Um, I would say the Jim Miller one was more shocking because, you know, he this was all – I knew what was coming. He basically said, Mike, in order for me to teach you this move correctly, I have to put you in a guillotine. And I, I said, absolutely. You know, he's like, look, once you feel yourself starting to go away, just – just tap, you know, you'll know, just tap. Starts and I was like, goal, no eh? problem. <laughs> well, in the heat of the moment, you know, you got to remember there's two cameras rolling. There's a producer barking at you. I'm nervous already. Cause this is, a, this is one of the baddest dudes walking around in that weight class. And I forgot the tap. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the experience going to sleep. Uh, and it was more surprising than than anything the the kyle one was definitely scary but you know i figured on that one i figured it's a i think it's a, a 16 pound ball that he uses, so i was like only gonna hurt for a little while right it's only gonna hurt for a little while if i have a broken rib it's it's not a big deal right so that one was scary but this bull was the biggest bull i'd ever seen in my life he's trying to get over a 10 foot fence he's kicking he's he's Dude, he's snorting. He's got saliva shooting out of his mouth. When I got on Fred's back, I was I was uh, let me if this was like I use a different word, but I was pooping myself.
1: You, I was dude, just, listen, shit away, bro, shit away. It's cool.
0: It's I was so scared. <laughs> um, and <laughs> you know, the bull gets 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 the award
1: on this one. Yeah, yeah. No. I I would I'd agree with that, wouldn't you, David?
2: Yeah, I mean. I, I thought you were gonna because after that episode, well after that scene, they cut you to being on the uh, was the motorized mechanical bull. Mechanical bull. <laughs> I thought you were gonna eventually go back from what you learned today and actually do it on the actual real bull. So. It was
0: it was a scary scary bull. And so we we rode at a place called Caltown, which is a rodeo here in New Jersey. And this is going to sound weird, but it's actually the oldest, continually weekly running rodeo in oh, wow. the United States wow. here in South Jersey, which wow. is bizarre uh but it was fred was their bull like it was their one that no one could ride like literally like two people in 24 months made eight seconds on fred wow. um fred was a bad dude i uh i didn't want any parts in, in out in the out in the <laughs> arena with fred being in the shoot with him was enough so the next day we did in this episode we did the bull riding first and the fishing so I was exhausted. I got to bed. I got home that night, went to bed. I woke up early the next morning to drive up for the fishing shoot and I woke up and my thighs, my, my inner thighs hurt. What's going on here? (laughs) And I, I rolled my pant leg up and I look and I had severe bruising on either side of my inner thigh. And that was from Fred. Literally he was compressing me. In that, in that shoot. And, um, again that's why i got to give these guys credit you know i've watched bull riding i I, for a lot of years i thought well they grew up as cowboys and it's that's just what they do but man that skill set to be a professional bull rider is unbelievable it's amazing
1: yeah It's, it's 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 a that that's a crazy sport you know more than anything i would say that that's an extreme sport for sure but uh Very cool deal. So we're excited about uh, tonight's final episode. Excited. When will season two start airing, you think?
0: So we're probably going to look for season two about second or third quarter of 2022. So um, very, very excited. Like I said, I'm excited to continue season one in first quarter of 22. Right. On a place where I really think it's going to get some great visibility. And it's really going to help us in our mission, which is to have more people see fishing, right? To have more people say, man, that looks fun, right? That that looks like something I want to try. And, you know, we talked about it before COVID has been a terrible thing, uh, but it's also had some good points. There's more people outdoors. There's more people fishing, right? You know, if if this helps a little bit with that and gets more people fishing, man, we've uh, we've done a good thing.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So last time we talked to you, you hinted at the TV show, Hitting on what might be coming up for uh, for you this year. Um, not fishing a full tour. We know you fish the opens, we know you fish the Toyotas. I mean, you qualify for the elites of the opens, you qualified for pro circuit in the Toyotas, but how was that I know you stayed busy with T V, but how was that not being on a tour in in twenty twenty one?
0: Yeah, it was a weird feeling. Um, you know, essentially it was the first time in almost, you know, 30 years, you know, close to 30 years that I hadn't fished a full top tier professional tour. Right. Um, so it was a weird, a feeling, um, you know, to not be there, uh, as a fan, it was great because I watched them all. I I watched every, you know, every MLF, every Bassmaster, man, as a fan, I watched them. And as I watched, you know, it was an awkward, weird feeling (laughs) as well. Right. So, there was some of that, but we talked about it before. There was a lot of, also a lot of relief from a standpoint of the pressure. You know, wasn't there the points, the pounds, the I got to do this, I got to do that, and right. being home more was phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, you know, and I fished. I'm going to end up fishing. Just as many events this year. I'm going to end up at 13 okay. before it's all said and done. Okay, That's including the Opens, the Toyota Series, two MLFs that I fished, uh, two kayak events, the Toyota Series Championship, and Lake Mead U.S. Open next week. Right. I'm yeah. I'm still going to end up with 13 events, but I was home a lot more. A lot of these events were closer to the house. That was magical. That was magical. So – you know, it was mixed emotions. That's the best way to really answer it. You know, part of me missed it. Part of me was 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 uh, looking at it saying, God, I, I want to be back there. And the other part of me was like, this is the best year of my life. Sure. You know? Sure.
1: Sure. So I, I know you got some time before you make your mind up. And I, I think the gray in your beard, you know, is not just from the kids. But, um uh, <laughs> you know, can you give us a hint of where you might end up in 2022? My wife. Now, listen, you know my wife, right? You know my wife. Yeah. She uh, when 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 she called today and she said uh, who's on the show tonight? I said well uh, Mike's going to be on and she goes tell Mike that I'm so excited he'll be back on the Elite Series next year. I said honey he hadn't announced anything. She goes you just tell Mike I'm excited for him. That's all you got to say. So intuition. That, she intuition. she's got it, dude. Man. She's got it. So yeah, in, in, hey, this is.
0: This is going to be a tough, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. This is a really it's going to be a tough four to five weeks here ahead of us. And sure. um, I, literally like I'm sitting in our all, off home office right now and we have stuff laying all over both our desks and there, a lot of it is pertain, pertaining to what we're going to do. Right. And, you know, we're, we're figuratively and literally laying it all on the table and we're going to look at it and, you know, we're going to factor in all the stuff you have to factor in, right? And I'd say at the top of the list is family, right? What's best for us as a family? Um, Probably the next thing rung down from that would be the business, right? What's best for the business? And, um, you know, can we do it all? Do we have to cut something out? If we do cut something out, what is it, right? Uh, So it's going to be a business decision, you know, but I don't want to leave out these other two things too. And one is sponsors, you know, and and it's so important to us, you know, when we made the decision not to fish a top tour in 2021, we called and talked to every single company we work with and we let them know what we were going to do. They all supported it and we want them to be okay with it. If we decide to not fish a full tour again in 22. right? Right. So, we're going to be talking to every sponsor and have a conversation and, and, you know, seeing where their head's at. And then the last one is the fans,
2: you know, Oh
0: yeah. and I, I, you know, people think I'm like, you know, making these posts and hitting around and teasing it stuff out of like cruelty or whatever. But I'm (laughs) honestly like, uh, I want to get a gauge for what the fans would like to see as well. You know, and I've made a few posts, I'm going to continue to make a few posts and really that's an important part of it too. You know, and Becky and I thought about all the elements. We're like, man, what, what's best for the fans and, and you, know, what do they want to see? And so, man, all those things, it's a lot. They're all going to go into, uh, into the decision.
1: Sure. Speaking of fans, I I should have asked this earlier, but how has the reaction been to my world with Mike?
0: That's been great. It's been awesome. We've heard, so much positive feedback—it's—it's uh, it's incredible from both existing fans that we've had for years, right, and from new fans, and that's—that's that's the exciting thing because then you kind of feel like, hey, this thing's working; it's doing what we wanted to do, right? So we've heard from a lot of people that were Lane Johnson fans, that were fans sure. of, of Kyle, right? right? That's—that said, holy. Holy shit! I, you can say it. We're good. Yeah. Holy, holy shit! I never. I would never watch fishing, but I love Kyle. We, right. We've had a lot of those come through. So the response has been great. I think the only negative, and and you know, you hit on a little bit, is some people are having a hard time finding. It. Some people just can't get it. Right. Sure. Everybody's not uh, uh, technology. Uh, you know, is not their thing, and I yeah, get that. Right. So. Right. Um, I'm really excited as it continues on CBS uh, over the next uh, couple months into January when you're going to get to see it on a couple new platforms. So well, uh, excited, excited for people to see it for the first time.
1: Can't wait to uh, can't wait to hear where that's going to be. And of course, you know, we couldn't have had Yana not ask you what you're thinking about doing. David, there's that finger again, Mike. <laughs> David, go ahead. <laughs>
2: Well, since we were talking about 2022, um, I know mean, you can't announce what you're going to do in terms of <laughs> tours or whatever, but we know what you're fishing one event next year, right? Because what you oh, won yeah. a Bass Nation Championship, you won an Open, uh, an Elite Series event, and AOI and the Bassmaster Classic, but you probably have to the, be the first guy to possibly win every championship, which is the Bass Kayak Championship. That's pretty How cool. How important is that to you? How much preparation are you going to put into hopefully trying to get that win?
0: Yeah, it's su- super important. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it it was um, a big moment for me, uh, y- you know, for my year. It was a big moment for me in my career. And I, I'm taking the kayak thing seriously. And I've, I've said it before in, in some other interviews and stuff, but this isn't something that just happened. I'm, <laughs> I've been working my butt off to get to that position to win one of these. And it, man, it was so rewarding and it was definitely a, a goal. So um, that birth into that event, I am so hardcore serious about it. I'm not taking it lightly, right? I want to go there and win. And I'm going to feel like it's the classic stage. It is going to be the classic stage, right? It's It'll be a different venue. It'll be a, a two-day event instead of a three. But I am pumped up. I'm excited. I'm going to prepare the same exact way I would for an MLF or an elite or the classic or anything. I'm going to prepare the same way. I'm going to do a ton of research. I'm going to have uh, boxes created uh, around it. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to have um, a good official practice at the very least, which I think will be a two or three day official practice. So I'm there to win. And And let me tell you, These kayak guys uh, are not, uh, kayak anglers are no joke. They are just as good, if not better, than some of the best anglers I've ever fished against. So it's not easy. You know, like all paper, you look at it, you're like, well, you know, you got it. But man, this is going to be a challenge. And uh, I want to win. I would love to add that trophy to the mantle. I can tell you that.
2: Yeah, one more big event left this year for sure. And that's the U.S. Open in Vegas. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, i got the U.S. Open coming up. I'm excited about it. I've, I've read about and looked from afar at that event for years. You know, look at the list of guys who've won it. You know, Clun, Velvic, Aaron Martins, Roy Hawk. Uh, I, I cannot wait to be a part of that. But, you know, since kind of gone all the way out other side of the country or gone out west, on the front side, Becky and I and the kids decided to make a little trip out there, you know? And we got a lot of stuff on our mind with this decision. We got a lot of things going on, but for four days in Vegas, we're going to hang out. And October third, which is right around the corner, happens to be our anniversary, and we're going to get remarried in Vegas <laughs> by Elvis. By Elvis. Right. <laughs> Thank you. It. I love it. That is yes. That- it'll be the old Elvis, not the new Elvis, right? <laughs> We're going to get married at sunset under the Las Vegas sign. And we're going to be in traditional garb. You know, Beck's rocking the Marilyn Monroe look. Ooh. So is Estella. And Vegas and I have baby blue tuxedos. I love
1: it. I love Can't
0: it. Can't get any better than that. <laughs> what
1: What anniversary is this for you guys?
0: This is 13. 13. Lucky 13. And, uh, you know, I, I I know a lot of your listeners are fans. If they follow us, uh, we get married every year. I was so going to so ask. We, every yeah, year. Yeah. We decided to do it. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun. People think it's extreme, but it's fun. Uh, and it, it, you know, gives us an excuse sort of to remember why we like each other. Sure. We really do. You know, we're we're friends and we're business partners. And um, we're going to do it to the end. We're going to keep getting married every year to the end. And we do some serious ones. We do some funny ones. We do some destination weddings. We mix it up. We have a good time with it.
1: I think uh, Kevin Short put it put it best um, in, at, at the Philly event when you won that um, you know we all like you but we all love Becky so we're all uh, we're all team Becky for sure so
0: That's true that's true <laughs> and she's she's way more likable than I am so I understand
1: that <laughs> Well, well we've taken up too much of your time tonight thanks so much for your time congratulations on the show uh, excited it. monday nights what well, tonight 8:30 p.m. Eastern CBS Sports Network and then I imagine the reairs, we can find more information on the schedule on that somewhere as well.
0: Yep. Yep. Just go to mikeinelli.com or any of the Mike Iconelli social channels at Mike Iconelli Fishing. And we've got some great information on how you can find the show.
1: All right. That's awesome. Bud, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Yeah, talk to you guys in about five weeks when I make my decision.
1: Please, please, you got my number. <laughs> Call me. So <laughs> we'll see you, bud. Right, thanks. Take care, buddy. I feel like ISO Chill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off and I don't feel like I get that same fatigue and a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort. isochill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man, join the Stray King team. All you gotta do, tie one on. (laughs) I think I always tie one on. Well, there he is, Mike Iaconelli. Never
0: give up! Never
1: give up! I think we shocked him on the soundbite on the front end of the show. <laughs> I don't, we, maybe not. I don't know. We, we may have shocked him a little bit. But uh, Mike Iconelli, My World Tonight, Monday night, 8.30 p.m. Central, or Eastern Time, CBS Sports Network. You can also check him out online, mikeiconelli.com. Um, great content great stuff. I, I love it. I, I think it's a great show. And, uh, I know a lot of us were City Limits fans before it came, you know, when it was out. Uh, this is a great show. Mike's a good one to do that with, and, uh, we appreciate him and his time tonight. So being that we're early, <clears throat> ain't got a you pick em list yet because we're actually, as you, as you listen to this on Monday morning. Yeah, we recorded last week, <laughs> so it's uh, y'all just have to hang tight on the U Pickums and uh, and then we'll go from there. So no U Pickums yet. Yes, David's probably still winning. I, I can't, you know. I know he's, about he's that. Just, he's just <laughs> carrying on the the legacy here, real quick. Um, we are we are we're, we're we're just gonna make this a quick episode just because we had a chance to get Mike on, so we had him on. It was great, great episode talking to him. Uh, we will talk about this for a few minutes in the news and notes brought to you by uh, Humber Electronics, Minn Kota trolling Motors, Raptors, Shallow Water, Anchors, More Technology, More Control, More Fish, Hashtag One Boat Network. Uh, find out more online, humber.com, Uh NPFL, in the last show, last week's show, we kind of made a comment, or we mentioned, didn't make a comment, we mentioned, that uh, there were some new guys coming in the NPFL. Al McCullough, our buddy over there, uh, part of the ownership group, he sent me a list. We mentioned Gary Atkins, Quentin Capo, Daryl Davis, Todd Goad, Buddy Gross, Greg Hackney, Justin Kimmel, Brad Knight, Logan Millsaps, Rick Mitchell, Brandon Mosley, Cody Parker, Adam Savage, and Dustin Smith. Well, after our show aired, they announced Troy Stokes, Patrick Tui. Old buddy Patrick Walters from the Elite Series. Sam Whitmire, Dustin Williamson, and Jason Wilson all to the lineup. So there's three Elite Series guys, several PC guys in there. Quinn Capo was part of the Elite Series. And we'll talk about him in just a minute because I found out some more information over the weekend with regards to the Elites and how that's going to look. But uh, NPFL doing a heck of a job, David, bringing in – uh some some guys and and al told me he's like dude i'm gonna get you in touch with one of the other guys in the ownership group and he said you guys have that conversation he wants us to have some of these guys on and we do but this is what i love about al this is good stuff he says dude i want you to talk to our guys i want you to you know if you want to right he's like i'm not shutting any throat if you want to talk to them uh we'd love to have you all we ask is you make sure you mix in some of the newer guys with your Hackneys, your Brad Knights, you know, your Patrick Walters, those guys get enough publicity on their own. Let's make sure these other guys are getting some, um, you know, some some recognition. But not only that, how do you, how you think some of these guys are going to feel? I mean, it's a professional level event. But you got some of these guys that are fishing this year, the next year they're going to pull out and they're going to they're wind up getting caught. And they're sitting in between Buddy Gross – Patrick Walters and Greg Hackney and takeoff, it'd be like, hey, guys, what y'all up to? It's going to be – it might be a little nerve-wracking for some guys, I would think, so.
2: It might, but then even for some of those guys, like, let's say – I mean, I'm looking at myself. If I felt like, let's say – or if I found some of these people were, they – doubt the legitimacy of the mpfl and you know you see these uh, you know the big name guys like hackney and walters go over now i think if i was one of those anglers that were like well I, is this is this a legit league i think that pretty much solidifies it that hey you know this is a you know a very competitive league and you know we've got some strong you know, besides the new guys that are coming we've already got some pretty good guys now it's gonna uh, just add more to the fishing in and, and entertainment value right Right.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it's uh you're right, it does. Um and hang on just a second, I gotta fix one thing. The um you know you're right. And it, it definitely adds legitimacy. But here's the thing. Even without these guys, NPFL has made a mark in this industry this year, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Their live has grown and gotten better and gotten better every single event. The on-the-water stuff has gotten better. The anglers are getting better, right? I mean, yeah. I watched part of it last week when it was on, and uh, we are pre-recording this, so the the event's actually still going on. But, uh, I mean, I've watched some of it. And, I mean, dude, they've got some – Kick-ass anglers over there. I mean, cups mm-hmm. won two of these things. If he wins another one or Angler of the Year, that stuff won't fit in his house, right? you don't to have to build a shop around the trophies because, I mean, they're the size of my damn tundra hoods, what they are. But, I mean, great guys, great yep. anglers that, to be honest with you, they're like everybody listening to this show. They work yep. all week. They fish all weekend. They get six weeks off a year that they've begged and pleaded for so they can go fishing in the MPFL. Right, so um, you know, excited for them. They're making some moves. I did hear Nickajack. It's not a, I hadn't heard officially, but Fat Cat and Luke have made, have made the comment about getting a Nickajack. Nickajack, Nickajack, Nickajack. I'm assuming that's the championship where that's going to be. I imagine it'll be official this weekend. But Nickajack's going to be a good one. 25 guys qualifying for a championship, and um, so you know that uh, by the time this airs, those guys will those guys will be mentioned. We'll talk about it on next week's show. But uh you got, you know, the Smith Lake Elites here or opens going on this week. Got a lot of stuff happening still. A lot of fishing left to do out there. And um, dude, I'm I'm excited for twenty twenty two. We still got to get the schedule from NPFL and uh and see how that goes. So you got guys that have signed up, re upped, and new guys coming in that have no clue where they're going in twenty twenty two. So I think that's a cool part to that uh, and very excited for Al and those guys. One thing that uh, I had a listener challenge me over the weekend on entry fees and payouts. And I'm going to tell you something. Prior to getting that challenge, I took all of my damn notes, every one of them, every printout from points. No matter what league you fish, what pro tour you fish, if I printed out the points, to see who was where and who did what and what kind of math I got to do. And, dude, there's a 15-gallon trash can over here in the corner. I mean, it ain't, it ain't an office trash can. This is a barrel in my office. I chunked it. I got rid of it. I said, I'm, out. I'm done. I'm out, right? Because my math ain't good. Your math ain't good. Well, your math's probably better than mine. But we <laughs> don't know because it don't matter who you are. I'm not naming names. It doesn't matter who you are. I can't figure it out. Right, I wait for the for the for the presser to come out, and you tell me who's in. Right, yep. So that's what I'm waiting on. You know, from everybody, everybody, including NPFL, uh, on who's in, who's out, who's going, who's going where. I did hear over the weekend though. Twenty two was a number that that was looked to be cut from the Bassmaster Elite Series oh, wow. for okay. uh, for twenty twenty two. So twenty two got fifteen coming in from the opens. So. Um, you know, I think that, uh, I've heard 22 that'll be pushed out. If that's the case, there's one, which we know Quentin Capo is at 80. We know he's not going to be in it because he's fishing NPFL. Um, but, uh, and I do have confirmation on him, but I mean, you got guys like Paul Mueller, Chris grow, Shane Leinberger, Garrett Paquette, um, Robbie Latuso, Kelly J Harvey Horn, not re-qualifying. David Fritz uh, there was a Rick Klun sighting in there somewhere right yeah Rick Klun uh, is one of them so uh, Rob died which we knew Rob was not gonna fish next year Dale Hightower uh, but we've also got some um, some medical exemptions in this field guys that had injuries guys that had surgery guys that are get some things screwed away so again not gonna speculate not gonna name names not gonna say who's in who's out all I know is there's some big name. If it's the bottom twenty-two, there's some big names on that list. That I know. I I imagine there's some exemption, legend exemptions. I imagine there's some medical exemptions. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate. I'm not gonna say a word. But I am going to do some math at some point in all my free time. Right? Because I got so much of it. I'm gonna do some math. Not on my cruise next week. But I'm gonna do some math on entry fees and payouts and field sizes. Okay. And I've got a couple other guys that are in this industry that uh, that do some podcasts and do some things that are kind of been asked the same question. So we're going to pull some thoughts. We're okay. going to uh, we're going to bring in some outside sources and inside sources. And uh, we're going to look at it because you know what we're in, David? We're in the pro bass fishing tournament business. That's what we do, right? We're in the yep. bass fishing tournament business. Our slogan at we're the number one tournament resource for grassroots bass fishing tournaments, right? Yep. I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. So we're going to look into that. We're going to dig into that and see what's going on. But uh, it's been a, great, uh, been a great week. I know we're... We're bringing this out a little bit early uh, just because we had a chance to get Mike on prior to the U.S. Open. We wanted to do that and uh, very excited about um, the possibilities there and how that's going to end up. So anything new from the Zhang the camp?
2: Nothing new. Um, just, you know, the usual uh, trying to find ideas. And I mean, well, I guess, you know, nothing new, but, you know, the other day you, you, you texted me and, and I, you know, and I don't know. And I guess maybe we can leave this on the for the hotline people to text in on, on what they do. But, you know, I texted you. Yeah. yeah about TikTok. Oh, so my question is to our listeners that listen that that. that besides watching like kind of blooper videos or whatever type of other uh, video clips on tiktok but i guess when it comes to bass fishing because i know it's, it's blowing up i know you mentioned to me it's been it's been blowing up but what type of content do people like do our listeners check out on tiktok when it comes to bass fishing i mean i'm i i finally have downloaded a TikTok you, you, you
1: download the app huh that's awesome finally, good I, job I
2: and i was like you know what i'm gonna download it so i mean i just gotta, gotta kind of put stuff around just kind of see what was out there but i just want to get an idea because tiktok is its own unique you know Media. So I just want to get an idea of what type of people or what type of uh, content our listeners check out when they go to TikTok. Is it just goofy stuff or is it more serious You know, tips and tricks type stuff? I just want to get an idea because to teach and get me up to speed. Sure, sure.
1: No, you know, I think there's a lot of good stuff out there, a lot of fishing content out there. Yeah. Um, we actually shared one of Swindle's uh, posts from a Toyota Series event last, or Toyota Series media, or Toyota Media Day—not a Series event, it's a Media Day. <laughs> My God, I was there, but um, a Toyota Media event, and uh, he was running out of the back of Mud Creek, and Luke Stoner with Dynamic was holding the phone, and it has some killer music to it, and I shared it to our Instagram story because you know what. It was just badass is what it was. And it um I was actually I was on a lawnmower. I was on a mower mowing and that one. and I just happened to open my phone and I flipped that open by accident and, and it and it popped up and I'm like, you know what? I stopped the blades. Yes, I was safe. Stop the blades, stopped the <laughs> mower, threw her in neutral, brought her back down to turtle, and I said, I gotta share this because that got me jazzed up for the weekend, right? That got me ready to go. So it's cool stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's stuff that I, – I I know what I want to see, right? I know different yeah. things that I want to see, some cool stuff there, different fish catches and different things. Um, but, uh, yeah, 256-535-3217, podcast hotline brought to you by – or the Exxon hotline brought to you by Trickstep. God almighty, it's been a week and it's only Monday morning, <laughs> so you think. But uh, Exxon Hotline brought to you by Trick Step, 256-535-3217. If you're on the Tiki-Taki, look us up at EnglishChannel.com. Check us out. I, I can I can pull it up. I can tell you who we are. But uh, check us out there. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on uh, the Book of Faces. And, of course, check us out online, EnglishChannel.com. But, uh, you know, it's a growing medium for a lot of different people. And um, I'm not saying that we're going to be a player in it, but um, we got 36 followers. I don't have any content yet. You can see it; it's it's empty. You know, I was waiting for my social media ninja to come about and figure that one out. But no, I'm just kidding. But uh, we don't have any we don't have any content yet. We're going to make some. We're going to do some. Yep. I got some. I got some stuff. We're going we're going to throw into the mix here. But uh, yeah, some cool stuff. And um, yeah, I, th- I think you guys need to check that out. Uh, also too, you want to give your your uh, tournament calendar spiel?
2: Yeah, so again, uh if you guys want to be friendly and, and help me with my carpal tunnel from sitting on behind the, the, the desk uh, trying to get all these uh, schedules in. But yeah, if you got your whether it's your fall, because I know fall's already started, but you know, just get them into us. But fall, winter or twenty twenty-two schedule, shoot them over. My email is D so DX is in X-ray, I is in ice cream India. Oh. O is in Oscar, N is in, what's it, Nancy? I guess G is in Gary at anglerschannel.com. Shoot me that email with your list and all. I know I got a few, I got a few messages that came through our social channels. So I got a few I, I got to put up just the small events, but you know, just shoot us your calendar. Hey, it doesn't, don't, it doesn't matter yeah. how big or small your events are. We yep. want them all. Yeah, huh? I was going to say, I don't, you know, I don't care if it's a Tuesday night jackpot or, you know, if you got a, you know, a 16 week uh, championship event, you know, uh bring series. them on. Uh, yep. Shoot them over. We'll make sure we get up. And I guess we we, we want to hopefully highlight them in our weekly. You pickems. So yes. absolutely.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So make sure you get those in guys. Thanks so much for tuning in on a bright early Monday morning. We appreciate you. Make sure you check out my world. Uh, with Mike Iaconelli, CBS Sports, Monday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Of course, all the reruns will be coming up throughout the remainder of the year. And then, of course, like you mentioned, 2022, January 1, just three months away, whole new platform for it. I, I, I ain't going to speculate where it is. But, man, I really appreciate Mike and his time tonight. Um, great guy, good friend, and uh, really enjoy him. Always a fun one to have on the show. Uh, for David Zhang, guys, I'm Chris Brown. Have a great weekend, weekend, and we will see you guys on the water here soon. Make sure you put that light jacket on, buckle it up tight. Okay, kill switch up. Don't be stupid. Y'all be safe. out there.
2: take it
0: Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.